Welcome back, investors, to another episode of Investing with Naj. Hope you guys all had a very Merry Christmas and are looking forward to the new year as it's only a few days away. It's definitely been a year to remember with so much going on, a pandemic, uh, being on lockdown for, you know, several months. It's been a hectic year. Business is going out and, you know, a lot of people are struggling, um, Relief coming now with the stimulus checks um, look like they're going to be passed. We're just waiting on the Senate now to approve it. And it looks like that they did want to raise actually the stimulus to 2000 instead of just 600 payment, $600 payments. So welcome and safe to see. But so much has happened over the last few weeks. And I've been really busy. I haven't been able to get to you guys um, on episodes. I've just really been trying to come up with good material. But I have a little bit of stuff on my mind today, which is Airbnb, and I'm going to talk about a stock that I think is going to break out, and it's definitely great for growth. And if you guys go and listen to my prior, prior episodes, you know that growth companies that are not always profitable and that you have to look for the scalability, great leadership, and if they are a leader in the, the sector or the business that they're in, or key things you want to look for, because it's hard to find certain metrics for the company, like the PE ratio, the price to book value debt to equity, different things like that, the P-E ratio to a properly evaluate a company. So first and foremost, guys, I definitely want to talk about my thoughts on the Airbnb IPO. Now, I did tell you guys that I was going to buy this stock actually a few weeks ago when it had it came to the market, but so much happened. Um, originally, when it first came out, it was originally priced at $44 to the $50 range. Then it went up a little bit to 56 to 60. And then on the official IPO date, it went all the way up to $68, which was the set target before it started trading later in the day. It started trading around about one o'clock. So really, this IPO really ballooned. Uh, it went as jumped as high as 152 a share as soon as it opened up. So Airbnb was really expensive. You saw the same thing with DoorDash's IPO that really, really, really went up. And they were like 182, I believe, a share. And it would price around like 102. So I did not expect it to jump that high. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not expect it. And what really caught my attention was when one of the co-founders was speechless when he found out Airbnb's evaluation when they were talking to him on Yahoo Finance. And he heard that the I, the IPO would be at 140 plus, which was crazy. Like I said for you guys, I wasn't going to buy outside of $80 range. So I didn't buy this IPO. I didn't. Um, all, the best thing I can say for you guys is to hang on to your seats and just to make sure you let some of the dust settle. Now, it's been a few weeks since the IPO and it's still relatively high. Sitting at currently priced at this recording at $149 a share. Now, I think we're due for a stock market correction. I think there is some over uh, some stocks and some companies that are overvalued in the market. And I think this is only going to lead to a stock market correction. I say you're probably going to see this around the January January um, point. Now, I am not an expert. Like I said, I tell these news to you guys of stock markets, of stocks I like and investments that I am into. I'm just saying by playing the markets and seeing how it went up drastically ever since the pandemic hit in March and how it's definitely recovered back to where it was and even shot a little bit higher. So, be very careful. All I'm going to say on that is I'm not a predictor, so it could go shoot all the way up. I don't know. I'm just saying, based on being years in investing, I believe that we are due for a correction soon. 
whether that's January, February, or March, just look out for it. And make sure you have some cash capital on hand where you can put some more money into the market and actually buy the dip. Now, for this company, for Airbnb, you want to let it settle down to about $100 a share and use it as one of your price targets to get into the company. I say no more than 110. 110 is where you want to start looking at the company as a possible buy range. If it goes lower than 100, I would say $80. 90 $80 is a good place to buy the stock. Because that's originally where we're around our initial projection for it was going to be. But then it just skyrocketed. So for me personally, like I said, I'm going to wait to around the $90, $100 range, maybe even lower. No more than 110 for me, I'm going to spend. But preferably 90 to 100 range. And I just think it's too high. I think it's overvalued. Eventually, it has to come down. All of the IPOs or the, the SPACs that we've seen over the year, Hylion, Hylion is a good good one. Um, Nikola Motors is another good one. All of these were SPACs. They shot out the gate and then eventually settled down. Nikola Motors went down to like around $18 a share. Hylion was, went down to around $25 a share. It just what happened with the IPO, if we're being honest. So keep that in mind. Now, moving on to the company that I wanted to put you guys up on, this company is actually called Palantir Technologies. Now, they had a little bit of controversy, and this is due to um, the data gathering um, software and it being where they can analyze data so quickly and so efficiently, and they can basically spit it out. So... What is the company? Palantir Technologies, they specialize in data gathering and analysis, and they do so for most of government agencies. They really use artificial artificial intelligence so that they can analyze data efficiently and then cut major costs for the company. Now, like I told you guys, most growth companies are not profitable. This company is not quite profitable yet. They still have a ways to go. But you guys always probably wonder, Okay, well, how do I invest my money and make it grow for me? So this is the thing with growth stocks, what I'm starting to learn now. If you're looking for solid companies, this is just a side note, guys. If you're looking for solid companies, you want to look for companies that are paying dividends, companies that have grown over the last couple of years, companies that are blue chip, right? So whenever you're having your investment portfolio account, you want to have some blue chip stocks, you want to have some solid companies, and then you want to have, you know, your growth plays in there too. No more than 15, 10, 15% in there for your growth, growth stocks. Because you don't know, it could fail, you know. But the great investors like the Kathy Woods, they invest some into growth companies. Even the Warren Buffett, he invested into Apple back in like 2008, 2009, somewhere around that range. He invested into this company and it's given him a lot of money back. Apple's a growth company. It's not going to have the same growth that it had when it first started, but it is still, regardless, a growth company. Like I said, growth companies are not quite profitable until they establish the foundation. But the things that they have going for themselves, again, guys, is scalability. They are a leader in their industry and you have great leadership. This company has great leadership and the CEOs of both Peter Thiel and Alex Karp. These are both billion dollar businessmen. So, that ought to tell you there. Now, just a side note, doesn't always mean that because you're a billionaire businessman that you do business right. But 
they gotten rid of some of those what's the word some of that um that 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 loose loose leakage in their company that was kind of holding them back and they've let them go and actually have started to invest more into the company and actually take it upon themselves to grow the company and that's why you're seeing this now they've started to get major major contracts and like i said this is why i think there's major growth ahead for this company they've already gotten contracts from well-renowned businesses like the fda the in the u.s army and this company has secured over a hundred private contract with private businesses now one statistic that will really um make you guys feel better about this company is their asset to liability ratio it currently sits at 2.54 and they currently have 1.8 billion cash on their balance sheet which is really great for a company that's still growing you know they have a lot of assets to liability i mean a lot of assets to liabilities and what's great about this company is also that they've grown their total assets in the past three quarters so like i said these are some of the things you want to look for when looking for a growth company and the and palantir is actually checking off these boxes and like i said before they're not profitable yet but they have a great balance sheet which means if anything went wrong their assets can offset their liabilities and they can use the assets to pay for any bills any capital any renovations anything they want to do with their business good thing to look for so what does the future look like for this company this company did report back in quarter three that they have a revenue growth of over 52 percent which is really good there so their revenue is growing in a pandemic when people are not really going out like that you can't do really too much there's a restrictions everywhere pretty much and they're still growing the revenue that is a great sign to see and like i said they've already um gobbled up great contracts from the fda to use data to analyze you know different drugs and vaccines and from the u.s army this is great so should you invest into this company like i said I already believe they knock off the three boxes in my estimate of a growth company. They have great scalability. They already are far ahead of their competition. Um, they already have major contracts with major U.S. corporations and businesses. Um, and they're a leader in the industry. No one else is, is analyzing and gathering data at the rate that Palantir Technologies is doing so. And you're going to need this going forward. Like technologies or excuse me, different companies are going to need this technology to properly gather data and know how to best market different products to certain customers, how to advertise, how to bring in clientele, how to grow their business. All this is going to play a part, and Palantir Technologies can help you do that. So there's going to be more and more businesses coming to this company and asking for help and dealing money out in order to grow their own business, which just helps them even more. So if you're willing to take a risk and you can handle risk and you have a high tolerance, then this is the company for you. I really do believe that. Like I said, I'm not going to recommend any stock that I'm not invested into myself. Or I'm not even thinking about investing into. So allocate no more than I say 10%, maybe 5 to 10% of your portfolio into this company. Buy a little bit and just dollar cost average your way in. Now, I was lucky. I bought in at 1064 originally for my first three shares. The last two I've bought down, I've bought some of the dip. 
this company did skyrocket to a 52-week high of actually $33.50. But I didn't buy it there. I bought it when it was down to like 23 and 22 which I think was a, a very good price target. Right now, it currently sits at this recording at around $25 a share. So I currently have five shares of this company, and I'm going to continue to look, look to add more. I think they're going to have high growth next year in 2021. And, and again, guys, it's all about identifying these companies in its infancy when they're still growing. They have so much growth, and they're still not known like on Wall Street just yet. And that's the good thing, guys. You want to be able to identify stocks that have not been identified by Wall Street. Because once you do that, then it's too late. It's the same thing if we go back to Tesla. What was great was that Kathy Wood, an investor of ARK Invest, and CEO and CIO of the company, identified Tesla when it was only like $200 a share. This is before the company rocketed to $2,000 a share and, you know, eventually split its stock and then went down, you know, and allowed more retail investors to invest into the company. And then, you know, started rocking it up again. So that's the thing. And I bring her up so much, guys, because she knows how to identify stocks when the market has yet to do so or when it's not popular on Wall Street. She identifies them when they're not yet profitable, but they have that great leadership. They're a leader in their industry and they can scale with any competition in there. They're leading the pack. And that's what you want to look for, guys. Trust me on that. Like I said before, it's really hard to evaluate and find the ROE, which is a return on equity. I couldn't really find any price to book value or even P ratios for this company because they did just IPO back in September, to be exact, September 30th for this company. So it was hard to find any major ratios. But I did go do some research you know, on investor relations for Palantir, and I liked what I saw. I really liked what I saw. And like I said, they take off all those major boxes for a growth company. And they are a leader in data, data gathering and analysis business, which is key going into the next decade. Your company is going to have to be able to gather data and analyze it in a great way and be able to use the information to help your business grow. That's just what we're venturing into into the next decade. So that's what I think about this company. And um, appreciate all the love and support you guys have given me so far. And, man, make sure I keep tuning in. I'm going to try to give some more weekly updates. Um, I know I normally talk about, like, stocks and investing. Uh, eventually, I'm going to get into, you know, more real estate and stuff like that as I start growing my knowledge for that. And I'm going to start giving you guys, like, a little market updates, stuff that will affect the markets. Like I had mentioned earlier in the episode about um, the Senate having to approve the new um, new deal by the, the House of Representatives of increasing the stimulus checks from 600 to 2000 so i'll give you some updates on that guys and going into 2021 i'm gonna have one more episode um 2021 is only a few days left but i'll have one more episode about sectors to look out for and a really great sector i think should be on your radar um going forward especially to 2021 that can rocket it's already up 40 percent, but i think it can rocket even more in 2021 so thank you guys for tuning in into this episode and i will be back later this week to tell you about some sectors to look out for for 2021 and i'll see you guys then have a great rest of your week